Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, January 13th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on where things stand on voting rights legislation in the Senate. Number two, will the filibuster hold? And number three, Kevin McCarthy says no to the January 6th committee. All right, Jake, let's get into it. All week we have been focused on how the Senate, and in particular how Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, is approaching the voting rights legislation, the push. It's going to be big news today. President Joe Biden is coming to Capitol Hill, continuing his massive push and lobbying effort to try to get some movement on this issue. But we lay out pretty clearly in this morning's newsletter what the timeline looks like, what everybody should be watching. Yeah, that's right. Um, So the main event of the day is this afternoon, uh, early this afternoon, when Joe Biden uh, will come back to the Capitol for the second day in a row to um, have lunch with Senate Democrats. This is actually... Ironically, they're not serving lunch for whatever that's worth, but it's it's a lunch hour meeting. So that's why we're calling it lunch hour. Um, so let's talk about just how much political capital Biden and Schumer are spending here uh, to get this voting rights thing done. I mean, Biden went to Atlanta, gave a speech, president with 33 percent approval rating, according to a Quinnipiac poll that came out yesterday. Um, Schumer is is still pressing Mansion and Cinema with no end in sight. Um, just keeping keeping pressure on them. Public, I mean, making what I think are very risky public appeals for people to call their offices. Um, it is it's amazing, and and the question we keep asking ourselves from a political perspective is why. Like, what are they doing? You know, I understand this is a base priority. I understand people feel very strongly about voting rights. But um, this public campaign to get this done, unless everyone's reporting is wrong and Manchin is not going to fold and Cinema's not going to fold on the filibuster, um, it's just it's just unlike anything I've ever seen. Um, and I, I've had Republicans text me as recently as last night saying, like, am I missing something? I mean, one one Republican uh, one Republican senator texted me yesterday saying, um, is anybody in the Democratic caucus? Um, is This is what it said. This is what a text from a member said. Has your reporting turned up anything approaching a rational thought from the Schumer office or broader Democratic caucus? Um, like leaving aside the policy. What, what, where do they go from here? You know, and that's the question we're all asking ourselves. And I understand it somewhat, but it, it's difficult. It's difficult to see how they get themselves out of this. This is the part where you tell me that I'm wrong, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I think I, I mean, I think a couple things. I mean, I, I, I get what they're doing in the sense that their agenda is stalled. They have nothing that they can do. Turning to the Build Back Better Act right now doesn't put them in any better of a position. I think this is clearly an issue that not only is important to the base, but has become a, a real 
critical litmus test in in the Senate Democratic caucus where they feel there's not a lot of things where you get this much um, kind of ire, or particularly around the filibuster. I know there's a lot of frustration with it, but, you know, kind of uniformly people very frustrated and maybe this needs to be a carve out or not. Um, you know, I do think when you look at Joe Biden's president, you know, uh, um, popularity numbers in the tank, I mean, 33 percent in the latest Quinnipiac poll, um, I agree with you. I think in a lot of ways, I don't I don't quite know what the strategy is here, because as much as they try to, you know, kind of be human pretzels and try to find a way forward for Manchin and Cinema on this to to get to. Yes, it th- there's just not any momentum or any tea leaves that anybody's reading to say, oh, I, I get what the end game is here. Right. Like, oh, in, in two days, things are going to be different. I'm not sure what actually changes. I agree. And um, I I. But I do understand the base exercise of it. I get that. Um, but it's it, it's really it's really quizzical to me. All right. With that, my my other big question before we move on to the number two thing is: Will President Joe Biden and Mitch McConnell actually see each other? Yesterday, Biden stopped by his office, and apparently the two couldn't couldn't find time to get together. I thought that was a, a very interesting sidebar for uh, this morning's podcast audience. You know, it's like um, when we wrote this in the in the evening edition last night. It's like you know when you see on Twitter uh, on some of these like DC blogs misconnections. You know, you think you found the love of your life at the metro, and uh, <laughs> you say whoever the guy was wearing the Yankees hat and the blue shoes, like I'm in love with you. That kind of thing. You know, you see that online sometimes. Uh, it's just a misconnection, I would assume. No, I, I mean, listen, um, Biden popped into his office. Uh, in the Capitol yesterday, McConnell wasn't there. And McConnell kind of said, I mean, I, I have the audio and I didn't listen back to it because it was I was kind of a step behind McConnell and he talks quite softly. Um, but he said something to the effect of this all stems out of McConnell's really, really, really um, uh, strong speech against against Biden's uh, address in, in Atlanta in which he said, I didn't recognize that guy. He said he was going to bring us together and all that stuff. Now, um uh, McConnell basically said he doesn't have much to talk about with Biden. I'm sure he'd be willing to talk to him. I don't think he's going to go to um, – I don't think they're going to connect today. B- Biden is going to the Russells. <laughs> Another misconnection. Yeah, misconnection, right? Um, uh, Biden is going to go to the Senate – the Russell Senate office building for uh, this lunch with uh, – or this meeting with Senate Democrats. McConnell's going to be in his office in the Capitol. That's a long – as someone who makes that walk almost every day, that's a that's a five to seven minute walk. Uh, I don't think Biden's going to make it. All right. Let's move on to the number two. Story. Womp womp. <laughs> I know, man. No, no, uh, no connections here today. That might have to become a new feature in the, on the Daily Punch. Missed connections in the Capitol. Exactly. All right. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning, which kind of flows from our voting rights uh, analysis, which is the filibuster, right? Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about what is going to be the future of the filibuster. Is there a way forward for not only Manchin and Cinema, but several other Democrats who've been wary of taking a vote or changing the rules to the filibuster, uh, particularly as Democrats look at a difficult midterm election, unclear if they will you know, remain in the majority. Talk about what you're hearing. I mean, it seems, you know, this voting rights legislation fails and then they quickly move to a conversation with a parliamentarian about whether voting rights is germane to or, you know, needs to have a filibuster vote or not. 
Uh, and then there's kind of this existential crisis in the Democratic caucus. Yeah, so what, what's going to happen, and we could kind of run through the timeline here. So the, the House, and we, we broke this news yesterday in the midday edition, and and um, we thought it was worth repeating this morning just so people can understand how this is going to go down. Well, first, first what's going to happen, the House has, and stick with me for a second here because this is a little bit confusing, the House has put together in a NASA bill, because why wouldn't you put voting rights in a NASA Clear bill? Clear as mud. Clear as mud. Yeah, so the <laughs> NASA, what they're doing is they're taking this NASA bill, this this NASA um, a bill that has ping pong between the House and the Senate, and they're gutting it. They're taking out all the NASA language, which, you know, basically think of it this way. They're, take, they're sending the language to space, um, <laughs> and they're filling that bill with voting rights. And then that bill will come to the Senate as what we call a message, a message from the House. That avoids one filibuster vote. So that means Schumer could bring it up, uh, and he avoids what's called cloture on the motion to proceed. Motion to proceed allows debate. So Schumer will get his debate on voting rights, and um, that debate will last today's Thursday, let's say. That date, that debate will last a day or so. On Friday at some point, theoretically, uh, Schumer will file cloture to cut off debate on, the, on that bill. Once he does that, once he cuts off debate on, on the voting rights bill, that's that cloture vote that will be filibustered, that will get 50 votes, theoretically, and um, once that happens, once they get closure, that then they that fails, and then they get into this. Okay, well, what do we do now? So Schumer could say to the parliamentarian, you know, could inquire from the parliamentarian for a reading on whether the filibuster applies to voting rights bills, which it does. Uh, they haven't carved that out of the Senate rules, and they probably won't. At that point, they, there's going to be a bunch of floor hijinks, basically, to um, to try to pass to to try to get around the filibuster. Uh, McConnell could basically force a vote to um, overturn whatever Schumer's trying to do. At that point, Mansion and Cinema presumably uh, side with McConnell, and um, that's that. So the filibuster stays. Um, Manchin and Cinema have been completely consistent here. They've not waffled. They've said they're not getting rid of the 60-vote threshold. They are not doing a... I mean, many people don't want to do a carve-out for, for voting rights. And that's where it all ends. So, you know, that's going to happen. And we expect that'll happen Sunday or Monday. Lucky for us. And uh, Monday's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Remember, a federal holiday in which on which the Senate is not expected to be in session and is not expected to um, to be voting. That's for sure. They're not actually not even supposed to be in session at all. So that's that. And uh, you, we expect a big floor fight. And, and and if if Schumer goes through with it, and I think I mean we're getting no indication he's going to drop it. We've talked about why he he might want to drop it because it's not going to work at this point. But, um, you know, if you're expecting a different result for Manchin, and I understand maybe they just want to have this fight and get it over with. But if you're expecting a different result for Manchin here, um, I, I'm not sure what to tell you. It is certainly going to be a drama field weekend and uh, we'll be working all of it. So looking forward to that, Jake. Um, the number three story of the morning. This is big news here. Uh, Senate or House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy 
saying no, he will not testify before the January 6th committee. This sets up a pretty dramatic uh, decision for the January 6th committee about whether or not they are going to uh go down the path of subpoenas and to subpoena uh, the House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarthy. There's also two other Republicans that they've tried to get to testify who said they aren't going to participate uh, in that. And so I think the real question going forward is, is what happens now, Jake? So the committee has a choice to make. Do they subpoena McCarthy? Do they um, uh, subpoena Perry and Jordan? The answer is probably yes. And that'll probably end up in court, and it'll be a long fight. McCarthy, listen, McCarthy McCarthy feels like he doesn't want to participate. I mean, his gripes about the legitimacy of this committee are BS, right? I mean, the House established this committee and gave it subpoena power. So whether he likes it or not or is not, I mean, is not really material to the overall process. Um, we kind of we previewed this in yesterday's, I believe, Punchbowl News AM. We talked to Thompson, Benny Thompson, the chair of the committee, and he's basically he basically said he was going to do this, and McCarthy has decided he's not interested in talking. So, I mean, now they get into this really, I mean, they get into this really um, combative stage in which they're going to probably have to subpoena a man who could be the next Speaker of the House um, if all holds. So. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how it happens. Uh, we find ourselves saying that a lot, but we'll probably end up in court and we'll probably end up being a big fight. And and McCarthy could end up having to testify uh, about his interactions with Trump and, and so might Jordan and, and Perry might as well. Um, uh, and there's lots of reasons that they're trying to get around it, but I, I just don't I don't know how that's going to be possible. All right. And with that, thank you so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.